It is Thursday, the 28th of January, 2021. I'm sitting here watching AEW Dynamite with my cat. <laughs> and you are presumably listening to the Handsome Genius Club radio show. Guys, gals, and non-binary pals, welcome to the show. My name is Kingdom, Anthony Kingdom James. And, uh, yeah, it's Wednesday night as I record this, so we're watching AEW Dynamite, and the cat is occasionally getting scratches around the back of her neck, because that's what she likes. And here she is right now. And uh, and I'm trying not to get clawed. If I, if I stop paying attention to her, she'll reach out with her pod like grab my hand right except she's all claws right now it's it's like <laughs> my cat is currently uh like a box of razor blades and fur that's that's all she is <laughs> anything she touches she's she's cutting open uh anyways so sometimes I start watching wrestling and I stop paying attention to her and she tries to get my attention back and she ends up gouging a piece out of me. So I'm trying to avoid that. Uh, <laughs> there's your Chloe update. Oh, and I got her license. She's officially licensed in the city of Toronto now, which is cool. Got her license in the mail yesterday. What... Can I tell you, today on the show, uh, we got BMD, Brett Michael David, Ontario indie wrestler, and, uh, well, not, you know, from Ontario, moving beyond Ontario as time goes on. Uh, though, of course, hey, listen, everybody gets a mulligan for the pandemic, right? <laughs> but uh, BMD is, uh, he's he's a hell of a guy, man. Um, uh produces a lot of his own videos online promos daily affirmations he's uh, streaming now on twitch uh and and he's just a damn good wrestler damn good young wrestler who is only going to get better and um uh is i i think i think has a a, a fair shot to reach that that super indie status that we always talk about um uh, you know traveling maybe occasionally get flown somewhere getting featured wherever they go you know maybe uh, maybe you get a match with cody rhodes on aew some point <laughs> bmd is the kind of guy who uh who could make a little noise in the business anyways uh enough of me yapping let's hit the record scratch we'll go into it um if i do not say so at the end of the show then uh, by all means um uh, find my link tree go to Go to uh, uh, L-I-N-K, uh, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash My Name is Kingdom, and you will find uh, my link tree. Hey, it's in the show notes. Why am I making it difficult? It's in the show notes for this episode. Find it. Click that link. It's been updated. It has all my uh, web stuff on there for you to uh, find me, follow me, uh, and participate uh if you are listening to this on thursday then tonight at 9 p.m i will be joining bmd um matthew grant jt kirk matt spain whole bunch of the super uh, spy <laughs> i went back to calling him super monkey space monkey john greed whole bunch of the ontario indie regulars as we play among us on twitch twitch.tv slash my name is kingdom uh come subscribe Watch the game. Watch me murder Space Monkey as often as possible. And uh, have some fun. Okay, so Record Scratch, BMD. Have yourself a good day. If I, Like I say, if I don't say it at the end of the show, then take care of one another. Find some good trouble to get into. Remember, your Uncle Kingdom loves you. Be back on Monday with Aaron Reynolds, creator of Effin' Birds. But for now, BMD. Hey kids, welcome to another episode of the Handsome Genius Club radio show. Uh, today on the show uh, is a person who, um, you know, I've been I've been a little fascinated by because I, I've I've seen but mostly heard of his growth within 
the Ontario indie wrestling scene, and I I know the people that he hangs out with, and uh, to a man, everybody calls him just a good guy. And uh, I started following him online, and it's true. He seems like a good guy. So I figured, let's uh, let's get to know him on today's show. Ladies and gentlemen, Brett Michael David, BMD. Hey, BMD. Hey, what's going on, bud? Uh, it's Monday. It's Monday as we re- <laughs> it's Monday as we record this. It's Thursday as people listen to it. So really yeah. nothing either way. It's a pandemic. Nothing's going on. <laughs> Literally. Man, that's all it is. It's just... It's it's work, come home, record stuff, repeat, 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 repeat. That's all it is. Well, what's going to work like? Because I um, don't know anymore. <laughs> really? I, I see. I'm fortunate to apparently I, I'm part of the supply chain, which makes me an essential worker. So I've been lucky to be working. Yeah. Um. But uh, but yeah, there's I know a lot of people that aren't. So um, I know it's tough for a lot of people. Oh, buddy. but there's no. Oof. Oh, it's brutal. Yeah, I, I, besides two months, parts of two months in the summer, August and September, uh, I was working again, but it was intermittent. I have mostly been in this apartment since the middle of March last year. Oh my God. Oh yeah. Like I'm, I'm fine for jail. Cause <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm fine for jail cause I, you know, look, if they let me have a cat and a window. <laughs> <laughs> You're sad, eh? Yeah. All I, I, apparently, all I need uh, to survive is a trustworthy toilet, uh, a Brita filter, and uh, and a cat. Oh, and internet <laughs> access. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Fuck, I need Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I could I could do without I could do without Twitter access for a little bit sometimes, but oh. yeah, just just standard internet is nice. Yeah. <laughs> so I I have to ask. Uh, well, I have to ask a bunch of things because we we seem to be becoming friends online, but there's still so much I don't know about you because I've only I've only been in the same room with you two or three times. Yeah, that's kind of crazy to think about, actually. Yeah. Uh. Well, wrestling. One of the things I've long known about wrestling is uh, wrestlers make. For fast friends, um, yeah. you have uh, a deep-seated commonality in uh, in the performance, in in the you know w- what goes on in the ring, what you've had to learn, and what you've endured, and and that commonality provides for some fast friendships. What I've also learned is that over the long term. Uh, when you start discussing politics and religion. <laughs> oh, man. Some of, some of that shit goes away. He's <laughs> <laughs> that the truth. Yeah. But um, you originally trained with uh, Rip Impact, right? Yeah. So, yeah, that's where I got the uh, the bulk of my training. I did actually start at um, Battle Arts Academy in Mississauga. Okay. Under uh, Anthony Corelli there. Um, I was only there for about three or four months. And then, uh, yeah, then I did make the... Make my way over to Rips pretty much right when he opened. Okay, what uh, what prompted the move? Uh, well, I, I lived in Hamilton for one, so that uh, that helped. Uh, I was commuting to Mississauga pretty much almost every single day because they had a really um, they had a really weird way to go about their pro wrestling training. Mm. Um, they wanted you to basically go to all of their classes like judo and all kinds of stuff and learn how to do all these other things and then get invited into the pro wrestling class. So for, ah, okay. Yeah, so for me, it was like, oh, I'm commuting 40 minutes each way, you know, one way there, one way home. I'm there literally all day. Uh, I was working my ass off. Man, I, I'd never been in better shape, honestly. And then uh, finally, I got invited into the pro wrestling class. And then it just, but we weren't in the ring or anything. We were on the mats and we were doing all kinds of stuff. And looking back at it now, um, I would love to do that now, now that yeah. I was actually trained in the ring and stuff. But it, at the moment, it wasn't uh, it wasn't what I was looking for. Like I was thinking, oh, I'm going to get in the ring, you know, learn how to run the ropes, learn how to bump, learn how to do all stuff. And literally none of that was happening. Yeah. So. So, yeah, then I heard uh, a couple of guys, uh, a couple of close friends of mine were starting up at Rips and how much they loved it and how it was doing exactly what I thought I was going to do. So I basically just uh, I had like a three month trial type deal at Battle Arts and. Once that ran out, I was like, "Yeah, okay, I'm just gonna make the move." So it was like a couple weeks after Rip opened, I was I was in there, and uh, and training with Rip was good. 
Yeah, yeah, Rip's great, man. Um, I mean, I'm sure you've known Rip for a long time. Oh, yeah. uh, he's he's been around a long, long time, and uh, I wasn't familiar with him before I went there because I wasn't honestly I wasn't big into independent wrestling. Like, uh, I didn't I didn't have really much knowledge. I was just strictly watching WWE on TV, and you know, thought I could do it and wanted to do it, and then I didn't get into indie wrestling until. I went to an Alpha One show, mm-hmm. and then uh, I went to like a few of those, and then shortly after I was training. But yeah, I didn't know I didn't know much about Rip until I got there, and I think he's great, um, especially for teaching you the basics, like right away, you know, how to how to do everything safely, how to how to you know um, how to handle yourself. Like he's he's pretty good. He's been around a long time, so he uh, he was very good, especially for Ontario. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> yeah, ends with Ontario uh, promotions and stuff like that. Yeah, Rip has been. <laughs> yeah there, see there's my cat man i told you holy shit that was well that was that was fantastic i got two of them here man and this dog it's nuts <laughs> i just have one i just have one and she is currently uh on a chair under the live the dining room table and uh um i i was disturbing her working on the computer but she didn't she didn't run away. She was either so tired or has decided today I'm not a threat. She just stayed where she was. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Uh, but uh, so uh, you, you, you train with Rip. Who else is in class with you at Rip School? Uh, I'm trying to think the guys that were there day one. So um, one of my buddies like that I had, uh, we, we were close friends before wrestling, um, Dylan Daniels. Okay. Um he had he was the one who was with me at battle arts and then he made the move over there first and was telling me how great it was so he was there um you know the wwp guys uh matt grant uh you know jt kirk those guys they were there like the day one guys uh man who else was there i don't know there were so many people a lot honestly a lot of them aren't wrestling right now Mm. um there was only a few of us that kind of carried on i mean but yeah, the I know Matt Grant and JT Kirk and uh, and Dylan Daniels were the main guys that kind of started when I was there. Yeah. And then we had we had guys like uh, Steve Brown and uh, Hacker Scotty O'Shea. They were kind of the first people that were popping in there that were uh, really helping us out. Those fucking losers. <laughs> I love those guys. <laughs> no, hey, listen, they 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 know any everybody knows how much I love both those guys. But uh, oh yeah. But there's there's no way you're gonna mention fucking hacker on my show <laughs> and not have me talk some shit. <laughs> no kidding, eh? Fuck. <laughs> that fucking guy and his Christmas trees and his shitty movies and his, his fucking cigars and his beautiful wife and his nice home. Fuck him. I think he's got a hot tub too. Oh well, that's just every, all creeps have a hot tub. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's his uh? What's his creep? Richard Tasty is that what Richard it is, ta- Richard Tasty? That's awesome. That's not a hot tub. That's a big bowl of human soup. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah. I want you to be disgusted. <laughs> one of the things now how i found out about you was uh the uh the aforementioned alpha one yeah. um you you turned up there and you started uh the smart decision that you made that a lot of guys weren't making at the time was you were taking uh ethan page up on his offer of taking up the extra seat in his car when he was driving to shows, weren't you? Yep, absolutely, man. There were I remember a few times that Paige would put online, uh, you know, I have extra seat, uh, I have an extra seat in my car going to Chicago or going to, you know, uh to New Jersey or whatever the fuck and and then lamenting that guys weren't taking him up on the offer and I could not understand that. Because if I were, you know, if I were in my mid twenties and starting out again, and Ethan fucking Page offered me a ride to a show, guaranteed a spot or not, yeah, why the hell wouldn't you go and learn from him along the way and meet people and get maybe get an opportunity to work? Man, you know what? It, it completely blew my mind, and maybe it's just because, uh, like, I didn't. I, 
I had watched so many documentaries and all this stuff before coming up and before like I even started training and all of them were telling you those things, right? Like yeah. you got to go, you got to go to shows, you got to set up, you got to make the drives, you got to do this, you got to do that. So that's all I had engraved in my mind was like, okay, I have to do these things. I know it's going to suck, but I got to do it. And, uh, yeah, that was it, man. I started, uh, I, I ran into him at a couple of shows. And then when I was at alpha one, man, I helped out at alpha one, I think for a good year before I even got booked. Mm -hmm. And, uh, the few chances I got to talk to him were just quick little, you know, conversations. And then one time at a, an NSW show at, uh, the rock pile, I wrestled Josh Alexander. Um, and which, I mean, that's crazy enough, especially for how early in it was for me. And I was really nervous. And, uh, we, we had a, you know, I, I bet you I'd look back at now and go, wow, that was dog shit. But at the, <laughs> at the time I was like, oh man, oh, I actually kind of hung in there. Right. And, uh, Ethan Page was there and we got talking and then we ended up going out to, uh, Tucker's marketplace in Burlington there. Um, <laughs> for, uh, it was Steve Brown's birthday. That, I mean, so, that, but that, that <laughs> Tucker's marketplace, that screams BMD to me. Oh, but well, I mean, think about it—the free birthday dinners, right? Yeah, so that's yeah, that's we used to go there all the time when I was growing up. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. But, yeah, so we we went there. It was Steve's birthday, and then we just got to talking, and basically that's exactly what happened. It was like, yeah, he does these drives. You know, there's um there's a group of uh, Canadian guys that kind of go, uh, Space Monkey, Kobe Durst, Shane Saber, uh, like those guys, uh, and they always usually have a spot if I ever wanted to travel, and I was like, like yeah absolutely so and it's just kind of snowballed from there man i've i've went so many places and met so many people in such a short time that like i'm i'm it's insane man okay all right talking before we go any further talking about uh road trips let's talk about my sponsor no sorry <laughs> no. Fucking, uh, went a little jericho there for a second uh <laughs> Hey, I want to hear more about you on the road, but first, a word from uh, fucking some stupid headphones. Uh, no. <laughs> I, I, I want you to pick your perfect road trip crew. You've got four seats in the car. You're in one of them. Who's in the other three? Oh, man. And, and, not... and, and I'm going to tell you that the road trip is nine hours. One way? Each way, nine hours. Jeez. So this isn't this isn't you're not going from Burlington to Hamilton. Yeah, you can hitch a ride with me. You're yeah. stuck in this car like a full time fucking job. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you riding with? Is this like okay? So is this as in like guys that it's an actual possibility, or is this like literally anybody? Guys, it's an actual possibility. Okay, so like you're you're organizing a road trip right now to work a show in Chicago. Yeah. Promoter okay. says promoter says bring three guys. Who are you bringing? You know, honestly, man, uh Oh no, you're I not would, getting out of this. No, no, I'm just thinking. So <laughs> I would say I don't want to say I feel like I'd be it'd be a cop out if I said the usual car. That's what I'm thinking. Like if I said Ethan Page, that's kind of a cop out. But like Oh buddy, I, listen, we're at the point where they're flying Page in. Yeah, well, but you so know don't what? worry it's, about that. We would we would literally <laughs> convince him sometimes to just get in the car with us. <laughs> um, one one person for sure, I think I would take along with me uh, would be Jody Threat. Um, Good choice. I, I, yeah, I've made a few trips with her before, and I just think that she's someone that would totally make you look good. Like if she got booked or had the opportunity, she would 100 percent deliver and make you look like you know look really good. Yeah. Um. Oh my God, I'm just thinking. Maybe I would probably go with Space Monkey 2 for that exact same reason. And he's also willing to drive at all hours of the night and he nonstop talks, <laughs> which is which is good and bad, but good because I know he won't fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> and he'll talk you to sleep. And then the other one, um, honestly, I would probably go Shane Saber too because yeah. the exact same reason. And I love Shane Saber. He's just such a good dude. Um and yeah, he would he would make you look good no matter what. That is an excellent car. That is a very excellent car, sir. And I, yeah. I I'm going to do I'm going to do this from now on with every wrestler that comes on the show. I'm going to make them pick a road trip car. But I'm go I, I want to say I just want to say right now, uh, you know, apart from my well publicized animosity with Space Monkey, <laughs> <laughs> uh. 
you you've got to know that your chances of hitting a deer oh god yeah. on the highway just they increase fucking exponentially with monkey behind the wheel he's cursed man he is cursed <laughs> he's absolutely i think he's hit I think uh, the last time I remember him hitting a deer, it was on the exactly one year to the day that he had hit a deer previously. Yes, and I don't Insane. think it was. I don't think it was too far from where it had happened before. No, somewhere it was. Yeah, like it was somewhere in New York. Because if I remember right, he had to get like I think it was Dick Justice or something picked him up or like. Yeah. He's just oh the poor. He's got no luck, man. <laughs> <laughs> And He's got no luck. Because this is because this is going to be released on Thursday morning, I should say that if all if everything works out later tonight after you listen to this show, if you're listening to it on Thursday, the 28th, later tonight, join me on Twitch, Twitch TV slash my name is Kingdom or Twitch TV slash BMD Bud. Uh we're gonna be playing uh the video game Among Us, and I have vowed to murder Space Monkey. Like if Space Monkey dies in the game, everybody, I'm instantly sus. I won't, I won't sus you just because it's a lot of fun. Me and Monkey had that heat for a couple weeks in a row there, where he would yeah. just kill me every time, and then people would get pissed. They're like, "Why are you killing BMD? He's got the most viewers on his stream, and we're killing him off first every time." That's not fair. <laughs> I would absolutely, if there were no cooldown time. I know that each round opens with the cooldown time. If there were yeah. no cooldown time, I'd murder him in the cafeteria <laughs> with everybody watching. <laughs> that's so awesome the first time the first time i get to be imposter uh i swear to god i'm i'm not gonna mute i'm going to announce it and i want you all to just follow me as i chase him oh it's gonna be so fun <laughs> so this is is this um is this your first time playing it i've played it a couple of times i have it on my ipad and i've played it a couple of times yeah. um like just in in you know like uh open games right so yeah, yeah. so sometimes it's a good game and sometimes it's just a bunch of fucking idiots fucking around and you can't get a good game out of them. Drives me nuts. Yeah. yeah. So they're just yeah. Yeah, so the opportunity to play with you guys is is it's huge to me. Um there's I watch I watch your game on Thursday nights and then on Sundays I uh, I'll watch uh Evil Uno's AEW group. Yeah, yeah. And both of them, both of them, really, really fun games just to watch. And uh, anytime, like, sometimes I, I leave it on the background and I'm just listening while stuff is going on. I'm working on stuff. But yeah. anytime I see a murder animation, I just howl laughing. <laughs> I, lo I love the game so much. <laughs> Dude, it's so fun. And there's so, I got into it big because it's all over YouTube. There's all these people playing it and, like, I've watched so much of it, and it's a whole different animal when when you get that voice chat in there and you start actually playing with people instead of the uh, the texting on mobile. Yeah, um, it was nerve wracking at first, and now it's like I just pray that I'm imposter, and because it's just it's so fun, man. Yeah, like it's so fun. We had a lot of fun with Jody on it last week, and she had no, she'd never play it. I watched, I watched from the beginning of you guys teaching Jody how to play, and I had to resist the urge. <laughs> Of like calling her and 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 fucking uh, just cackling at her as she was doing it, right? It's like, okay, don't ruin this. Just just be an observer. <laughs> did you see her? Did you see her imposter run? Yes. Awesome. And she had me completely duped. I I had no clue. She was fantastic. I I I, I love Jody so much, man. <laughs> She's the best. Really. Uh, so uh, okay, back to back to wrestling. So you start making uh, you start making trips with Ethan Page to the states, and uh, as things start to build, you you start getting you know some bigger and bigger matches, especially yeah. in Alpha One. I love the fact that uh, Page started trusting you with bigger and bigger opponents. You got to work Josh Briggs. Uh, I know you've had matches here and there with uh, with Josh Alexander, which is never a bad thing. You talk about your first match with him. You thinking it's there's no such thing as a dog shit Josh Alexander match. Oh no, he just carries you. Yeah, he <laughs> carries you, drags you. He will drag <laughs> yeah. you. I've got, I've got, I've got to, I got to work him once in a four way, and 
I I wanted to go back and have another shot at it because it was before his uh before his last neck surgery and or before one of the neck surgeries and uh, he was retiring. Yeah. Uh it was before the retirement. And I was in there with him and I was genuinely afraid to lay in a strike or lay any lay in a kick lay in anything because all i could think was i don't want to be the guy who he's already injured i don't want to be the guy who fucks this up permanently for him oh for sure yeah i'd be scared too and i caught i (laughs) i got some grief afterwards about about come on man fucking hit me (laughs) you know what he has said those exact words to me a few times and that's not because i was scared of hurting him i think i was just scared of him yeah and i'm like i i don't want to potato this guy and he's told me a few times thankfully like you said i've been able to work him uh a bunch of times now and now it's not nearly as nerve-wracking you know you're gonna have a good one you know he's not gonna get too too mad if you if you if one slips in just don't let two slip in that's (laughs) (laughs) other than other than josh because you you know what you're going to get with Josh. You know how good it's going to be working Josh Alexander. Other than Josh, who are your favorite opponents? Uh, Alpha One very early on gave me a, a singles match with Eddie Kingston. Wow. Um, yeah. W- yeah. I mean, that was just something else. I mean, I, I would add that's honestly the top. That'd be the top of my list now to just get that back because. I've changed and evolved so much since then. Yeah. But I learned, I learned so much from him in literally, I think we were 10, 12 minutes in the ring. I, I learned so much. And, uh, yeah, he, he's, he's definitely one like favorite for sure. Um, I've worked Ethan Page. I worked him in Chicago for his title at Freelance. That was friggin' awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, those guys, like, I'm off the top of my head, those guys, uh, I would say I've learned the most from as far as like, uh, like singles matches. Like I've had a lot of scramble matches with lots of different people. Yeah. Um, but to go one-on-one and actually like put something together and, and get out there with guys of that caliber. Like I'm, I'm uh, very, very fortunate to have been able to do that. Yeah. Is there anybody that, uh, you know, once the world gets back to semi normal that you are eager to wrestle, is there anybody on that, on that list on your personal list that is just like, this needs to fucking happen. Oh man. Um, honestly, a lot of those guys are on TV now. <laughs> yeah. I, I would. Yeah. I, that's, uh, like I said, that, uh, Eddie Kingston, I don't know if it'll, I, there's a, it's such a slim chance that'll ever happen again, but it's up there. Um, the other guy big time that I was, I was going to get a chance to work with on the Indies and then he kind of was gone real quick is, uh, MJF. Yeah. Um, if I ever got an opportunity to work that dude, um, like I've spent a lot of time with him too and had a, quite a few car rides with him too. And, uh, I'd love to wrestle that guy. Um, I'm just trying to think of someone locally. I mean, it's been so friggin' long in wrestling, like so long. I mean, I've had many matches with, uh, like scramble matches and stuff with, uh, Mark Wheeler. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want like a one-on-one singles, like main event with Mark Wheeler that I think that would be a lot of fun. As, you know, as a matter of fact, I called for questions earlier today, and we're going to get to them. But I just have to pull—I have to pull one of those questions out here uh, from uh, from Tim Malone, one of my uh, Patreon supporters, who asked. Um, uh, you could ask him why he keeps disrespecting Alpha Male Champion Mark Wheeler, calling him Wiener on Twitter, questioning his victories, <laughs> even if he does get a title shot from it. Pissing off a dude who looks like Wheeler seems like a bad idea. <laughs> Do you agree? Are you no. doing a bad thing? Absolutely not. No, I want to get him going. I, <laughs> any, any way I can, I can get myself into that conversation for a match with him for that belt specifically. Yeah, I'll say, I'll say anything. And <laughs> you know, as as a as a longtime manager and mouthy heel, I can tell you. That pissing Wheeler off would be the shoot smart thing to do. There is a guy, <laughs> there is a guy it, you want to get in his head and you want to throw him off. I would talk, I wouldn't talk shit to him before the match. I would talk shit to him before, during, and after the match, win, lose, or draw. 
Yeah, absolutely. Your victory, you might not win the first match with him, but your victory comes if you keep him off tilt, off kilter. <laughs> I've, like I said, I've been in there a few times with him in multi-mans and stuff. Yeah. I, I very, uh, I like to run my mouth. I like to chirp. I'm not too like a, not heel chirpy. I just like hockey player chirp. And I've got him, I've got him tongue tied a few times when I'm in there and stuff just starts flying out. That's right. <laughs> so I think that's a good way to get in his head. You just, that's you just, right. You, you give him the business, Shorzy. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Your mother's in the stall with me. (laughs) Oh, I love Shorzy's my favorite. Shorzy is amazing. (laughs) Shorzy goes too far. (laughs) (laughs) For those of you who who haven't watched Leonard Kenny, I'm not going to explain it to you. You're the one who's fucking up. (laughs) Hundred percent. Yeah, you got to watch it. (laughs) So, um. So uh, Alpha One, uh, I'm assuming that you call Alpha One home. A hundred percent, man. That was the show. That was the promotion that got me into indie wrestling. Yeah. And the only one at the time that like, I was like, I have to work here. So I've been fortunate enough to get a spot and like, I'm a regular thing there. That's a hundred percent my home, man, for sure. So uh, when you hear rumors that Ethan Page might be going somewhere, (laughs) Does it now? I haven't even talked to him about this, so I'm springing this on you just to be a prick. When you hear rumors, <laughs> when you hear rumors that Ethan Page might be going somewhere, does it worry you about the future of Alpha One? Um, I'm gonna sit. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're trying to, you're trying to get me. Jackpot <laughs> question, baby. Jackpot. I'm gonna say, uh, I, I think once everything starts to kind of get back to normal and stuff starts to happen yeah. and everything, you know, I think alpha one will be fine. Okay. And that's all I'm going to say about, it. I, I don't, uh, oh. I, I don't, uh, I just, there's a lot of people that he's obviously, I mean, you've worked there a bunch too. Yeah. He's obviously the guy, the guy there. Yes. Um, but there's a lot of people that he trusts and, uh, especially now going forward, there's a lot of other people involved. So I think, if if I had to guess, I think Alpha One would be fine, but anything's possible. Okay, that is that's that's good. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. You're able to think on your feet. You got smoke mirrors and bullshit to answer questions if you need to. <laughs> there you go. I dig you. Yeah. I, I dig you, brother. Thank you. Thank you. I'm trying, man. <laughs> so tell me about uh, tell me about Twitch. Tell me about your your Twitch stream. Uh, is it, uh, is it just, is it just among us? What, what brought you to Twitch? What keeps you there? You making any money? Is it worth it? Is it an annoyance? Cause I'm just, I'm just starting out with it and everything's an annoyance to me. I'm an old man. <laughs> man, Twitch, uh, Twitch is the best. I, uh, so when the whole world shut down, basically I had, uh, I had some pretty big bookings um, for WrestleMania weekend, um, and I was supposed to fly out. I had saved a bunch of money, and everything got canceled like literally last minute. Um, I even waited to book my flight because I was like, okay, I think this is all going to get shut down, and it did. So I had I had a couple grand kind of just there that was meant for my weekend away. So I thought, okay, I'm going to invest in a, in a computer. We needed a computer anyways for all my video editing and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, let's invest in a high-powered computer. If I get myself this camera, if I get myself this microphone, I can start streaming on Twitch because Ethan Page was already doing it. And I was like, okay. I didn't want to get into it for money or anything. I was like, okay, it's just a way to keep myself active and out there. And then uh, I had all that stuff in April of last year, and I didn't start streaming until October. Um, I was too nervous. I was too scared. I didn't think anybody would watch. I didn't think... I didn't do it. And then, uh, Ethan Page, I was, I was, we were hanging out at his place and he did an impromptu stream with me on it. And we just played some Sega and stuff. And I got to see how it all worked and how everything went. And I was like, all right, I can do this. And then, uh, I literally hopped on and started playing horror games because I'm too much of a pussy to play it by myself, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, well uh, there's another question. There's another question from Twitter from, uh, Nails in New York. I oh, I love Nails. Uh, Nails said, seeing as he's so scared of the horror games he plays on Twitch, if he had to go on a real-life ghost hunt with four other wrestlers, who would he take with him? Okay, we'll get back <laughs> to that. We'll get back to that. Okay, cool. Okay. So so, 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 keep telling me about Twitch. 
Okay, so yeah, so I started playing these horror games. Uh, I started with Outlast, um, which is apparently one of the scariest games ever, and it definitely is. And once I started playing those, I I didn't I didn't have a set schedule until like recently. I was just playing it sporadically, and then um, recently, then I, I figured out okay, people are enjoying this. This is a lot of fun. I had some people kind of help me out and push me. Um, Ethan Page rated me a few times. That kind of helped. Yeah. And then uh, I started. I I did a thing with High Spots where um, they sponsored my show with Reed Duffy. <laughs> um, Let's talk about. Hey, your 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 missus is home. Yeah, I think she is home. <laughs> <laughs> I hear the dog. <laughs> anyway, so, so yeah, you started, you started, yeah, you started doing uh, stuff with Reed. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, High Spot sponsored us, so I was able to use their network now to watch shows and do streams. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, oh, let's watch wrestling. Fans. Sorry, here I'm just gonna. He's gonna stop in one sec. Okay. Can you just uh, scratch his chest? Yes. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> there, now he's just, quiet. Can you just hold him while I inject this <laughs> sedative? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah. So um, they. Uh, yeah. I, I figured. Okay. I'm gonna watch some shows. It's a different way I can interact with my chat, and I don't have to be focusing on a video game. I can just hang out. Yeah. Show off Alpha One Wrestling and do all the stuff. Right. And. Those started picking up, and then the guys came in with Among Us, and then now, basically now I have a set schedule where, okay, I stream Tuesday nights at 7, we watch wrestling, Thursday nights at uh, sometimes 8, usually 9 o'clock, we play Among Us, and Sunday afternoons, I either stream something else with some guys, or I play more horror games, and man, Twitch is great, I, I became an affiliate pretty quick, and then I am making a little bit of money on it now, which is crazy to think about. Mm-hmm. Um, Evil Uno recently uh, tossed me a couple raids, which was completely out of the blue. So all of a sudden, I'm playing this scary game, and my thing goes off, and I've got 300 people watching me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, my God. And I've met Uno just a couple of times. I actually, me and Rip got to wrestle uh, the Smash Bros at a show in Ontario, like, just randomly. Yeah. And then uh, it went really well, and I guess he likes me, because now he talks to me and stuff. (laughs) It's pretty... uh, it's pretty neat. But yeah. yeah, dude, it's cool that you're getting into Twitch now too because it's so fun and it's such a cool way to uh, communicate with fans in like just real time. Like I can actually talk to them. They can see me react. Like I try to be super active with my chat and answer everything possible and like just – yeah, it's the best, man. The money is like the last thing. Like yeah. I don't I don't even think about that. Like I don't look at it as an income. It's just a, it's a major bonus really. Um just having that connection and being able to continue to build my I, brand, I guess, with everything going on is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, um, I've i been testing my stream the last couple of days, and I actually, uh, yesterday, I ordered more memory for my computer and installed it this afternoon. Uh, yeah. I, like, I like local stores, but Amazon serves its evil purpose sometimes. I got... Like twelve hours later, and I got I got memory chips. So I, <laughs> um, I have been for my tests the last couple of days. I've been playing uh, a match at a time from a two thousand and five show that I was on in uh, in England. Uh, oh wow! Yeah, debut of One PW's uh, um, promotion. Uh, and uh, what I, Saturday I played um, Jerry Lynn and Chris Sabin against Johnny Storm and Jody Fleisch, which was oh that's awesome the fucking opening match of the show. Okay, uh, oh and then last night I played Tracy Smothers versus Blue Meanie. Yeah, and just before you and I started recording today, I played uh, the dark match of the show, which was uh, a battle royal of. All UK guys plus Chad Collier. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so, uh, so for the next couple of days, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep playing uh, a match or two a day as a test, probably around seven o'clock. Uh, so, like when we finish today, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back and to uh, today Monday. You should be able to catch on a replay or something. It's uh, it's a um, <laughs> It's a uh, six-man tag of uh, uh, UK guys, including uh, including Spud, who is what the fuck is Spud's name in WWE now? 
Oh, it's uh, Drake Maverick. Drake Maverick. Thank you, Drake <laughs> Maverick. Jeez, I keep forgetting that. But um, yeah, so having fun with that, and uh, you know, I'm I'm adamant that when people come in the room, I really, 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 really want them to say hey, so that I can greet everybody as they come in the room. And uh, I was very pleased. Uh, Elian Habanero raided my channel last night while I was doing this with five people, but of course. My stream crapped out, and it was like, okay, uh, go order that memory that you need. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's uh, tough. It's tough without the uh, the hardware. Like I, it's all like a figuring out process. It's cool that you're doing the testing because, like, I jumped right in, and there were a few times where like it would just cut out. I'd lose all my viewers. I'd have to restart and pray they came back. Like, yeah, it's a once you figure it out, like it, it's fine. But like, yeah, the testing's imperative. But the Twitch isn't the only thing that you put online. You have your you have your daily affirmation that you put online. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. And how did those come about? Uh, again, I mean, I've literally I've said the guy's name a hundred times, but Ethan Page, man, it was like uh, one of those things where I was just trying to think of something. I just kind of switched my not switched my gimmick, but kind of just changed it where I started wearing the plaid shirts and yeah. ripping the sleeves off and doing all that stuff and. I was trying to think of ways, okay, how can I get this over um, online? Like, you know, like so I just thought, okay, what if we do, like, daily tweets? And he mentioned the daily tweet thing. He's like, you should put out daily tweets or something, just, like, you know, telling people to have a good day or whatever. And then I took that, and me and my wife now, um, I took that and was like, oh, I'm going to film these. We're going to get a green screen. Let's film them and then uh, and put them up and just try and make them funny or just whatever. And we did them for a long time. Um I, oh, we started them a long time ago mm -hmm. and then we stopped for a bit because they I was getting too deep with them I started overthinking them doing all this crazy stuff and then uh, I brought I took them away for a bit and then I brought them back randomly and just kind of simplified them and they started kind of taking off again and now like it's like it's relatively easy for us to do we've kind of got it down to a system yeah um, but it's work man it's just work every day my wife sits at the computer so much like she edits everything for me and does it all because on top of those videos i'm trying to do other stuff on youtube too and like it's just a lot of work man yeah your uh your lottery winner video was fantastic <laughs> thank you yeah uh yeah. There, there have been a few of them that you've put out lately that have just been just been great and uh, and i i want them to find a bigger audience because you know i see guys like Brett Terhune and uh, and and Corey, uh, what the fuck's his name? I want to say Corey Alexander, but that's not his name. The Buttercream Dream kid. <laughs> the Buttercream. I'm trying to think of who it is. I I can I can look it up. I bet you I bet you I won't have to scroll very far in my uh, Twitter timeline to, to, <laughs> to find him. Hang on, Corey uh, Corey Forrester. That's his name, Corey Forrester. Okay, and. Um, and I, I think the stuff that, that you do is uh, very much up that alley, though a little much gentler. They, yeah, uh, yeah. they, they both have characters that get a little, get a little loud and abrasive and it's hilarious. But I, I love the stuff you're doing. I'm, I'm hoping that it finds that kind of audience. Because well, I had, um, man, the one that I just did most recently about, uh, Serb there. Yeah. Um, that one took off. I mean, I'm, I'm probably, I'm pretty close to 50,000 on that one now. So, and that was just natural. I just threw that up and shared it a couple of places. I think it was just the, the timing. It's a very, it was a very topical thing. I read an article about a lady who had to pay back all this money. She wasn't eligible for serve. And the article was pretty humorous. Like the situation's not humorous, but the article, I, I saw the humor in it and I was like, you know what? I'm going to spoof this and let's do it in front of the house. And it's all improv. So yeah. I just did it and edited it and people bought it, man. They think it's real. I have people chirping me in the comments and like, I'm literally drinking beer in the video. I'm swearing like I'm, I don't know how people think it's real, but they do. So now we're working on some other stuff. We got some other pretty topical things. I hope if they can do half the numbers that one did, I think it's, it's a nice slow burn. We got going. Yeah. And your, your wife, you mentioned your wife helping with this. She is, uh, it's, it's kind of well known amongst the boys that your wife is the unsung hero of your operation. She's, oh man. Yeah. She's 100%. fantastic. She's fantastic. Yeah. She just the, it's cool enough. Like some guys, uh, don't even just to have the support in general. Um, just to have like someone there that's like, yeah, sure. Go and 
travel all the way to Chicago, spend money that we don't have and come back and make no money and hurt yourself and do all this. And like, just to have that is one thing, but to actually have someone who now like she's, she's literally home right now. As soon as we're done, I'm going to get in front of that green screen, record a promo. She's going to sit there and edit it. And like, it's just, it's every single day. She just, it's insane. She's literally the unsung hero for sure. Very good. She's the best. Take some time to sing her praises. <laughs> okay, let's. Uh, I don't want to keep you forever, so let's get into a few of these other questions that people have sent here, and then we'll we'll see if we have anything left to talk about. Um, okay, so oh, let's go back to Nail's question. Uh, hold on, I'm just gonna move this to this screen so I can face my microphone better. Uh, seeing as he's so scared of the horror games he plays on Twitch, if he had to go on a real life ghost hunt with four other wrestlers. Who would you take with you? <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, I love Nails, first of all. She's the best. Um, so, okay, I would take... <sighs> you know what? I want to I wanna take my buddy Ethan Page again because he's terrified. He, if, if they think I'm scared of anything horror, yeah. he is so scared that... He's a I, fucking he, Disney princess. He would not even play a murder mystery trivia game <laughs> with us one night. <laughs> And it's not it's on Jackbox. He did not want to play it. He didn't even want anything to do with it. So I would take him just so there's someone there that's more scared than I am. Yeah. Um I would probably take Josh Alexander for the opposite reason because I feel like he'd be able to handle it really well. Yeah. And protect us like babies. And it, it's, did she say wrestlers? It's strictly wrestlers. Wrestlers. Uh and you know what? I would probably take I'm going to say Kobe Durst because I just I'd be really curious to hear what he'd have to say because he's always got something unique and interesting to say about every everything mm-hmm. that I would love to see how he would react in that situation. Because I don't know if he'd be scared or tough or laugh. I really have no idea. Okay, you got one more. Oh, I've got one more? Yeah, okay, four uh, other wrestlers. You know, let's go Space Monkey. Space Monkey? Let's go Space Monkey for the same reason because he's just, he's such a unique dude. And I don't know how he'd handle the haunted house. He'd probably just laugh the whole time. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, depends on how he is. Uh, let's see. <laughs> um, hold on. I'm going to get that out of the way there. And uh, Tim Malone had a couple other questions. Uh, what are your memories of the SummerSlam Week indie shows from 2019? SummerSlam Week indie shows from 2019. Honestly, I don't really have a lot of memories of it because i didn't really i didn't do anything no i didn't wrestle anywhere we didn't uh yeah i think smash had some shows right smash had uh a basically a week of shows um and so smash ran i ran i brought back the union that week that's Uh, right okay yeah which uh by the way you're 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 not going to be able to live forever without getting booked (laughs) no that's awesome (laughs) threaten you with that uh, <laughs> freelance and super kicked ran together. Um, yep, yep, yep. Uh, 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 Lucha TO ran on the Wednesday night. I'm trying to think uh, if anybody else ran. There, but uh, a lot of the shows, Smash had a had a building for uh, for the week, and they ran, you know, Smash and the women's show and WXW and uh, OWE all yep. in that building, all all progress, all in that building during that week. So I want to say Steve Brown ran in Hamilton too, just because it just feels like he did. Yeah, it might. <laughs> I don't know if it was Hamilton or uh, in Etobicoke. Because I think I did one show, and I'm pretty sure it was NSW. I, like I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah. But uh, I do remember that weekend being especially kind of. Uh, I think I was a little down because there was just so much happening and uh, I wasn't really a part of it mm-hmm. and I was working too. And I think there was a lot of shows that were happening when I was working. So I couldn't like get there and I couldn't do anything. And I was like, man, this sucks. Cause I had just done mania week, like the, you know, the mania before and I was doing all that stuff in Jersey and then it's all right in my hometown and I couldn't be at any of it. And I was like, damn. So it's uh I don't have any crazy positive memories about it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. Also from Tim Malone, Tim sent a bunch of questions. I'm not going to get to them all. Tim will hate me for that, but um, (laughs) uh, do you think that attendance will be better than it was 
Uh, and uh, why does he think more fans didn't attend those shows? More fans didn't attend. Oh, I guess the... I guess he's talking about the SummerSlam shows here. Did you think attendance would be better than it was, and why? Did... Well, you weren't at the Smash shows, so I mean. But that I think was some a... of them are on the. Uh, I think I've seen some of them on the network. I think. Mm-hmm. I think they've uploaded some of them. If the if the attendance wasn't good, I'm pretty surprised to be honest. Yeah. Um, maybe maybe because it was different for like you know them running throughout the week and stuff. I don't know. Uh, okay, uh, here here's 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 a good one for you. Uh, uh, Tim has seen you team with Ricky Shane Page. RSP was around when uh, Tim became a fan of the Indies. Tim's from Ohio, I should mention. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, uh, so he was uh, Ricky was around when he became a fan of the Indies in the mid two thousands. He was not the guy the scene thought would be relevant or even around 15 years later. What would you attribute his success to? Oh, he's just, he works hard, man. He works hard. He doesn't stop. He knew, knew, like, in my mind, he figured out what he was good at, and then he became the best at it. Whether that's, you know, um, like, he's not, he's known for deathmatch stuff and all that stuff, but the dude is just so good. Like, he not even just deathmatch wrestling. Like he could sit there and have a technical match and you watch it and he's just phenomenal. Like yeah. he's, I think he's so good. And I was, that was one thing uh, we were really lucky or I was really lucky to, uh, to get a chance to team with him. And it was actually, if I remember right, it was his idea because it was one of those things that they didn't know he's, he's done everything there is to do in alpha one. And I was kind of getting, I was in this like long feud with these original, like the a one originals, like Justin Sane and all that. And, mm-hmm they were beating me up because I'm the new guy getting all this success real quick. And it was like, well, who's the other, you know, biggest baby face we got. It's, Oh, it's Ricky. So they paired us together and it honestly, man, it's a lot of fun. I love uh, teaming with him. We, it kind of turned into something a little bit more than I anticipated. Like I didn't think it would be like, Oh, we're going to be the sad buds and we're both going to wear plaid and we're going to be <laughs> this like, you know, we, we started, we started making it, we were doing moves together and doing all kinds of stuff. And like, I hope when wrestling comes back and all this happens, I would love to continue that. Yeah, because he's he's awesome, man. Yes. I love Ricky. He uh, he's terrific. Uh, For sure. From original sin thirty three. Uh, do you think the Leafs have a legit shot at winning the NHL North Divisional playoffs and heading into the Final Four? You're you're laughing already. I can hear it. <laughs> hey buddy i've been i've been on god's earth for a lot of years <laughs> a lot of years and the last time the leafs won a play uh, uh won the stanley cup my brother was uh wasn't even one year old oh okay? my god so so we've we've experienced a lot of leafs related sadness yeah yeah <laughs> So you, so you, you were, you were a fan, or you still are? I'm not. A, I'm. I, I, listen, if I'm, if I'm gonna root for a team, it's gonna be the Maple Leafs. I'm, I, yep. you know, born and bred here in Toronto. Yeah. But I just, I don't, uh, and I've, I've talked about this so many times on the fucking show. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't follow pro sports anymore. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, and I used to be a sportscaster. I don't give no a, kidding. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I did radio. My brother has done television. My brother's. Oh yeah, my, I've heard this before. Yeah, yeah. My brother, my uh, Peter, he's been on the show a few times. I played a clip of him on Monday morning show because <laughs> I I lost an NFL bet to him. <laughs> Fucking Bills! <laughs> no. I wanted the Bills to make the Super Bowl and lose in the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, that's that's so mean to Bills fans. It's awesome. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. Suck that, Kevin Bennett. So- <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, no, I'm not. Um, uh, but I, I just, I don't. I, I, I fell out of love. I really, really fell hard out of love with pro sports, and I don't follow pro sports anymore. And yeah. I could still sit down and watch a game. Um, but I just, I I just don't, I don't follow it anymore. It doesn't, doesn't hold the same interest for me that it did in, in my twenties, my teens or twenties. Yeah. But my brother, my brother used to be studio host for the Colorado Avalanche. He was studio host for uh, the New York Islanders. He spent seven years between those two teams. Um, that's crazy. Yeah. Hey, my, I'm the second most famous rut gazer. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm and I'm fine with that because my brother is fucking great at his job. Yeah. Um uh the only thing that makes me sad is we were talking uh, on the show a month or so ago and I I I would love to call a baseball game with my brother. And my okay. brother my brother is not a baseball person. He finds he finds it boring whereas I think it's perfect for uh for play by play because you have all that dead space and you can just talk shit. <laughs> oh, 100%. No, I never I never thought of it that way, but that makes sense. I I will uh when when you know when the world is uh uh operating at full capacity, we would uh we would sit at our bar before our night's work began and we called it quiet time. And you know the the the, the Jays games would start and I would sit there with my uh doorman Vadim and I would I'd turn down the sound and I would do I would do my Buck Martinez uh color commentary on the games on the Jays games and and he would just look at me every once in a while and he goes you're you're a fucking idiot but that's what it sounds like isn't it uh, yep <laughs> <laughs> no kidding oh I love it I, lo- I I love baseball commentary just for the fact that there are all those dead spaces and you have to have you have to have a guy on payroll just for stats. There's so many stupid bullshit stats in baseball that a, there's a guy with a full-time job just to keep track of that and hand hand the play-by-play guys a little piece of paper. <laughs> going into <laughs> going into this at bat, Joey Ryan is uh, batting 213 against left-handers in the month of August. You know, it's just like <laughs> yeah, who fucking cares? And you know what's you know what's funny is that guy. That guy in in my circle that that would be Reed Duffy, man. He doesn't need a he, that guy doesn't need a friggin' uh, stats guy. He yeah. is so knowledgeable, and I bet you he could call a baseball game, a football game, a hockey game, a yeah. lacrosse game. He could call dog, you know, trick competitions. He could call anything. <laughs> well, that, and he would know everything. That's the thing. I have I've been lucky enough to do play by play with at least three guys who are that guy who are just that depth of knowledge kind of guy i've called play-by-play with reed duffy at at uh, alpha one and in iwc i called play-by-play with jeff gorman and with joe dombrowski and dombrowski and i also went to uh 1pw in the uk together and all of them all of them are just so well researched and so knowledgeable and um I don't think Dombrowski has done other sports, but I know uh, Gorman has done other sports, and I know uh, uh, college and and, and and MMA, and I know I know Reed does hockey. Reed is, and, and just to say, my brother, my brother has done, and still does everything: hockey, football, basketball. He's he's the voice of the Canadian Elite Basketball League now for CBC. Ton of, ton, ton of hockey stuff, Charlotte, uh, Charlottetown Islanders, uh, ton of CIAU football. It, right now he's doing, he's doing downhill World Cup ski cross for the CBC <laughs> for the next few weeks. That's insane. There's no, my, my brother is good. There's nothing he can't prepare and call competently, man. He's, he's fantastic. So that has nothing to do with the question at hand. That's, I, I love getting off topic, but okay. The Leafs. Do the Leafs have a legit shot or is it just going to be, is it going to be a Harold Ballard year where they make us all <laughs> deeply fucking sad? Man, you know, uh, I, I hate it because, yeah, like I'm, I'm 30 now. So like, and I've been watching them my whole life and I literally watched my dad turn my dad was a fan his whole life too and he became a sense fan which is way worse but oh, he, that's oh, sad. He did, right yeah he did it after they had that crazy cup run and all the stuff and like he he jumped a bandwagon and then now he's paying the price but the, as a leafs fan for so long i'm so used to the disappointment and the heartbreak and you know getting so close and but i mean if there's ever a team that was going to do it um my hopes at the beginning of this season were very high that it would be this toronto team yeah but they show you every game like i just find them so inconsistent that like it's hard to like one game they'll be absolutely incredible you're like this is the team that you know they're supposed to be and then the next game they just suck and it's like i don't know what's gonna happen i think i 
honestly, I I, I would think that they sh- they definitely should be in the final four. <laughs> like, they really should. Um, <laughs> they, should. <laughs> they, they should. I'll listen to the sincerity in your voice. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come cuddle with you when they fucking <laughs> when they shit the bed. That's what it. And, but that's what I'm used to, right? It's just yeah. gonna. I feel like it's inevitable that they aren't going to do it. But I, I have my hopes very high. I'll say that. You know, uh, you know the definition of classic Leafs hockey, though, right? What's that? Is to go into the third period with a big lead and still lose. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! Don't you remind me? I've got old Bruins flashbacks, and I hate it. I'm just saying, game after game, game after game, three nothing Leafs going into the third. The final oh, score five to three for Montreal. <laughs> yeah, like I, 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 I would honestly feel better if they were down three nothing going into a third period because it's just yeah, fucking fight. It's back. too stressful. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, all right. Uh, before we wrap up here, uh, let's tell everybody where they can find BMD online and what you've got coming up. All right. Uh, you can find me. I'm at BMD Bud on everything. Twitter, Instagram, uh, twitch.tv slash BMD Bud, YouTube.com slash BMD Bud. Um, I'm streaming every Tuesday tuesday thursday and sunday i post all the times on there and then uh yeah right now we're just we're working on a lot of uh a lot of youtube content man we got a lot of fun stuff coming out so i'm real excited for the next few weeks and yeah and i put up daily videos on youtube and twitter and all that stuff so yeah very good very good I, this was a pleasure i'm so glad that we did this same here man i definitely uh we should definitely do it again sometime for sure absolutely All right, BMD, thank you for joining us here on the Handsome Genius Club radio show today. I will release you back into the wild. And and, uh, and you can go uh, tax your wife's evening. (laughs) Yeah, no no kidding. Yeah, I appreciate that. All right, thanks, man. (laughs) Thanks, man. Appreciate it.